This is Hoops Forum, a production of Radius Athletics and a Quick Timeout podcast. I'm Tony Miller. He's Randy Sherman. And we have a special edition, March Madness edition today of Hoops Forum for you. We'll get to that in just a few minutes. Before we get going, thanks to our sponsors over at 323 Sports. Summer camp season is just ahead. And if you're in need of camp T-shirts, basketballs, equipment, Whatever it is, 323 Sports has what you need at great prices. I've used them for years with camps I've done. Uh, You won't regret ordering from these guys. To find out more about what they can do for your program, visit 323sports.com, or you can contact a sales rep at sales at 323sports.com. They'll be sure to do it right for your sports summer camp. For several weeks, we've been discussing spread ball screens, and today we've got another episode of some options you can use with your team out of the spread ball screen offense. Randy, to this point in the series, we've talked about spread ball screen basics in the first episode. We talked mm-hmm. about kind of the spacing and the basic execution of that. Then we talked about last week the short roll, the inverted dribble handoff, the back action. Next mm-hmm. up is what? Yeah, next up today, we'll just talk about sort of uh, maybe some entries into spread ball screen that are beyond just, you know, your basic drag ball screen where you're just sort of upfront with what you're doing. We're, we're going to, you know, hold the sidelines and create a double single side and drag ball screen. Today, what we're going to show are maybe some false motion, some sort of movement, screening, action, cutting, things like that, that, that maybe... Uh, I guess you could say um, disguise the spread ball screen or or even involve even make it another step further could make it where it's it's two different players or at least one different player, one different combination of instead of your point guard and your big, you know, maybe we want to get this guy in a ball screen. We want to get that guy in a ball screen. We want to get that defender in a ball screen or we want to. uh so, um, yeah, so this is today is just some ways, some very simple, basic ways that you'll see around the basketball sphere of getting a little bit of something before just say a basic drag into spread ball screen. This is what I've really enjoyed the last about two to three years is the transition now of coaches trying to disguise these or just go away from where you got the point guard dribbling the ball and just come set a high ball screen. Yeah. How you get how you get into something can almost uh, be as useful as the, the ball screen and the advantage that comes at the end of it. I found that you can even get, as we'll see, and just this double away. You can get a scoring opportunity like within the first seven seconds of your offense if you run an action before you get to the middle ball screen. So it's sure. almost like the ball screen is used in reserve if something else doesn't get you that quick scoring action. Yeah, I'd say that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. And this is this first little three three frame diagram would be an example of that. Um, I, I pulled this from the motion strong playbook that I did several years ago that um common thing that um you know san antonio spurs used to do it back in the in their you know heyday Um, they did it more out of four out this is out of five out begins with a staggered screen away and just like you said maybe like in in frame two we come right off of that screen and go catch and shoot right into a shot or we're tight curled we tight curl it if we're trailed something like that but in what we're assuming in this discussion and and for, for this particular diagram is that perhaps maybe X3, who I don't have drawn there, maybe maybe shot the gap and kind of comes out, um, meets me at the catch, meets me at the ball. He went underneath the screens, and I get the catch, but I don't go right into a shot or drive. Well, we have in the final frame, 
uh, the second screener, player five, just like turning and setting a setting a ball screen, and we're just naturally in the structure of of, of spread ball screen, um, heading into the single side. In in this in this instance, we're coming off the staggered screen. So simple double away, like you said, could lead it lead to a shot, a curl. Um, if not, then let's get right to the next thing, and that would be the second screener, just turning, sprinting right up into a ball screen. So now. That defender is defending, bang, bang. They're defending stagger, stagger, ball screen. Ironic that you picked this because I was actually just watching a team in our gym. We have the first round, first two rounds here in Greenville this week. And so some teams come over and practice in our gym and they were doing this exact thing. And then they were actually leading right into if three didn't get the ball there in frame number two, mm-hmm. he continued on through and then would just almost like replace himself back in that far corner. And the four would turn around and receive another pin down from five. And now their stretch four was coming to the top of the key. And if he caught the ball, then the five would turn around and do what you just showed there. So it would be a ball screen. And then he would come off the ball screen. So like depending on. Can I guess who it is? Uh, <laughs> you can't give away that secret. I don't want to give away that okay, secret. I, I don't, don't want to get in trouble. I don't know that. I know who it is. I don't know that anybody uh, anybody follows me from them, but just in case, I don't, yeah, I don't think I that we you. should do that. I already know though. So, but I mean, it was real cool. And they had they had if you kind of reject the pass, you could go into a handoff. If you reject the handoff, it could. And they just like like we said earlier, they were just flowing from one mm-hmm. thing to the next. And it did end up in a middle ball screen, but it was a middle ball screen for a different guy based off of who was able to get off open off of those first one, the double away or the yeah. single that comes right out of it. So, yep, yep. I mean, you can, it can get really detailed and you can you can go multiple layers, but this is a great way to start. Probably. You curl the first one. You yep. could curl the second one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of options out of it. So this was a this could have been probably six slides long, but maybe for the sake of keeping it basic today, keeping keeping it, keeping it basic today. So there are some other options. And if you're interested in those other options, we can, we can diagram them up for you. If you're interested, just shoot us a direct message. All right. Next one here. Let's talk about the point spread. Yeah. I kind of like when I picked what I would share today, picked from sort of the different offenses, you know, five out um, open break, like we showed in the first time this, this one would be maybe if you're a Princeton offense person and, um, wanted to i don't know like maybe add add a spread ball screen element to your princeton offense and and bring some more action on the ball instead of you know princeton a lot of the actions off the ball and and this would be a a way to do it so uh, you've got your basic princeton set up with the two guard front the players at the wings we make a guard to guard pass we cut over the top of player five to brush them open into the elbow and in normal point series, you see player two would deliver that pass right into the pinch post to player five, stopping at the elbow, and maybe they screen away or go over the top and screen for the player in the corner. But here what we're doing is we're going we're going to right on the dead run, throw one to two, one's going to cut over five, and five is going to keep running right up into, into, a, into a spread ball screen for player two. Um, I've also seen teams ghost, like pick and pop or ghost this right off of this action too. But um, it, for again, keeping it simple today, um, point looks like point looks like we're going to enter the pinch post and run our basic, you know, point over, point away, whatever. But player five is going to just keep right on running into into the spread ball screen. Should get a really nice screening angle here. Get the back pocket of the on ball defender, which we talked about a couple of episodes ago, of, of going right up into that defender, getting them to go over the top of the screen, and we get downhill penetration. Um, 
We've got the kick to the corner if they help off the strong side corner. Four would then be on back action if they th- if they're behind the screen. So if they're man tagged the roller, we look back to them. Um, but yeah, that that's that's a simple spread ball screen for a Princeton style point attack. This is a great one towards the end of the year, especially I was looking for we're down by three and we need a quick scoring opportunity or, you know, we're, we're into the shot clock or whatever. And you're trying to get a quick scoring opportunity. I feel like this is one of those where you can create an advantage very quickly. And based off of how the defenders play it, like it puts multiple guys into decision making situations defensively that you're probably going to end up with a shot somewhere. And so it would probably be one of those where you could score or get a scoring opportunity in seven seconds or less, rather than just like we said, bringing the ball to the floor and just setting a ball screen for the one. You've got the slot to slot pass, which often creates some confusion out in front and you immediately get that ball screen and you can either get like a slip to the rim with the five Mm -hmm. or the things Mm -hmm. that you've diagrammed right there. Or to your point, like the ghost, we got that at the very end of the season. Um, We did this with one of our teams and got a, got a shot off of that. So, like one of those quick scoring options that gives you a lot of options and based off personnel and your scouting, you can probably find somebody open for a shot pretty quickly early in the shot clock. Yeah. Plus it's sort of play action too. looks like they're just running point Mm -hmm. and wham, we get hit in the back in the ear hole with a ball screen instead of them throwing into the pinch post. Right. Yeah. I'm going to steal this one for next year. I doubt the coaches I'm playing against will be watching this, but if they are, get ready. It's coming at you. All right. Next one. Okay, back to five out here. Um, if you use dribble handoffs in your offense, like we've talked about already this morning, maybe your one to five ball screen combinations are getting a little stale. Or, you know, one thing I always point out to coaches is like, you know, it's it, we want to put some different players of our own into the ball screen. Plus, we want to put some different defenders in the ball screen because, you know, second, third quarter – X1 and X5 have kind of got their thing figured out if they're going to switch or hedge or trap or whatever. And, and now let's, let's, let's see if, if they, if let's bring another player into the ball screen. Um, So very simple here. Some coaches would call this pistol handoff into a ball screen. Um, In my naming system, I'd like to keep things sort of monosyllabic. This would be a flip. That's the handoff is a flip, then the drag. So flip drag. So, that's uh, that's what you see here. Um, just very simple handoff to pl- the player below you. You could do this right off the break at speed. The player coming out of the handoff immediately gets gets a ball screen, so it's bang, bang. Handoff, ball screen, flip drag. This one seems extremely popular the last two or three years. Again, um, I've heard some of them like the Zoom action. I know Purdue does stuff like this. I think Davidson so- does some of this as well. Uh, frame number one, if they kind of jump the – handoff or whatever you can keep it and turn around and Barkley out of that we've talked sure. about that before yeah there's a ton of stuff you can do out of this there's uh, you're going to see this a, a lot this weekend something absolutely. a variation of this a lot over the next two or three days absolutely Loyola Chicago team that yep. that they, they they run that a lot yeah yep. here's, here's the Miami Loyola. Heat doing the same thing um so here's the flip I think that's Tyler Hero right into the drag lob score for Dwayne Dedman so one thing I like here, pause it right at the ball screen. Now you can see over there, they've got a weak side exchange going. Mm-hmm. Instead of just those two players holding the sideline, like we talked about two episodes ago, they the, the player that, that advanced the ball, that, that uh, the player on the double side over there, he, he, he and the man in the corner, I think that's Duncan Robinson, they're exchanging. And that what that does is move those 
taggers it moves those defenders to where now we're who's tagging who's rolling who's who's got to help if if hero was to penetrate over the nail who who helps him we're moving those two weak side defenders so this is a little another little wrinkle beyond just sort of like the three amigos outside the ball screen holding space there's a, just a simple weak side exchange and there even you can have whoever that is two in the corner to your point lifting up off yep. that shake action behind or three three point attempt from behind. Yeah, if they too. tag with his man, he's he's on the back action. Exactly yeah. right. So cool. flip drag Miami Heat right there. So this week we just talked about it, but like who who would you you've done a little bit more research on this? Who would you suggest? We have had three episodes now on spread ball screens, and I'm already getting some feedback from coaches about man, I'm looking for something a little bit different next year, and might be interested in something like this. Who would you suggest watching this week? You've mentioned a couple of them already, but easy St. Mary's. St. Mary's out of California, um, West uh, West Coast team. They 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 tend to get a lot of players from Australia, um, older guys with who they, they just run beautiful ball screen offense. And they they do a lot of movement into it, even more complex sometimes than what we talked about today. But it's going to end up right there with with a, a ball screen, um, and their guys really make good reads. They use they use um, a lot of like putting their defender in jail. If you go over, they'll put you on their back, and uh, yeah, they're they're the best. Uh, Alabama would be another one. They've I've done some stuff with them. Have some videos. Uh, Randy already mentioned Loyola would be another one. There's another one, but I'm saving it for our next segment. So. All right. Well, then we'll go ahead and transition into that next segment. Okay. Uh, Randy, we've been doing Beyond the Scoreboard presented by Sideline Interactive. This time for the March Madness edition, we're going to do Beyond the Bracket. Oh, so wow. several here with beyond the bracket. Let me start with. Let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Team or matchup to watch this week? I think the best game, the best game in the first round is San Francisco Murray State. Two really good teams. San Francisco was who I was going to mention about um, run some really good spread ball screen. I love their early offense. They really they get into a wing ball screen or a, a drag ball screen really quickly. Todd Golden, fabulous coach, coach to watch, team to watch. And they have a tough matchup. They might be out right off the bat because Murray State is a very, very good and athletic, tough opponent. But, um, yeah, if you're wanting to watch this kind of stuff we're talking about, looking for a coach to watch, a team to watch, and a matchup I love is San Francisco versus uh, Murray State in the first round. This may be off the wall, but – We've been talking offense, so I'll mention one about defense. Norfolk State is one that I would encourage people to watch. Okay. Um, I've heard their coach at a Nike conference a, a few years ago. They basically kind of run like a morphing defense. If it goes one way, it's a man. If it goes Ooh. another way, it's a zone. I don't know that they do that all the time. Yeah, but they are uh, they are an underrated team, and he's they're, they're an underrated program. Uh, yeah, to your are. point, may not get out of the first round. But most likely, won't get out of the first round, but still would be. I believe they were in the tournament last year as well. Too. Yes, um, they were. Uh, so um, I think, too, um, speaking of defense, I just wrote an article for Fast Model about San Diego State, who mm-hmm. in the past three years, they've been in the top 20 in, in the Ken Palm adjusted defensive rankings this year. They're number two right behind Texas Tech um, in adjusted defense. So that's another defense to keep an eye on, San Diego State. Um, I think they open with Creighton, usually a high-powered offensive team, so that'll be a good um, matchup. And then they get Kansas if they were to win. So they, they, I just wrote an article for Fast Model. They they shared it today. So 
they're they're more of a gap stunt and recover really make it tough for you to penetrate so if you're into that kind of defense man they're very good at it all right next up the coach to watch for x's and o's this tournament i'm gonna go with todd golden i know i mentioned that but it's hot of san francisco just beautiful stuff beautiful stuff i've got two uh you know Bob McKillop at Davidson, I think probably is not under the radar anymore, but most people don't watch his teams throughout the year just because of this playing in a smaller conference and no, no secret anymore, but Mike Young at Virginia tech, you want to watch for like set plays and ATOs and blobs and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. They run some stuff. Yeah. His stuff is incredible. Lots of movement away from the ball, lots of um, defenders spending around trying to figure out where, where their men are. Yeah. But he's got some great stuff there. All right, let's go ahead and fast forward your final four and quick reasoning for those four teams. Mine is very boring. So um, no, uh, so no real, I don't know, Cinderella's, if you will, but, but I've got out of the West, Gonzaga. Um, out of the East, Kentucky. Out of the South, Arizona. And out of the Midwest, Kansas. So a very boring, chalky, three one seeds, one number two seed. I really jumped out on a limb. Um, so um, I would say if I would give any any uh, reasoning, I just I just think those are the teams that have the most offensive and defensive balance. Like they're not really good on offense, but terrible on defense or vice versa. They're sort of up there in that sweet spot of like efficient on both ends don't really have, uh, you know, a, a, a weakness. I mean, they have a weakness. I'm sure their coaches would, 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 would admit to the, to having a weakness, but, um, but really, really solid on both ends. Um, that's my final four. My only, to be too boring, but my only difference is UCLA. So I changed, okay. exchanged UCLA, Kentucky for UCLA. Not, um, not I, bad I don't choice. know Baylor at the strength at which they're at and guys that they're missing experience from last year i think does count for something i don't know how much but counts for something mm -hmm. uh, but with purdue ucla kentucky and baylor in that region that those should be some fun games if the four hold true to form and are able to sure. play each other sure so and then your national champion i'm picking arizona over gonzaga um west west coast affair um I, uh, same coaching tree i know the arizona coach was at gonzaga coach lloyd um Man, I've, I've been super impressed with that Arizona team, and and they've got length, they've got shot blocking, they play defense, they play they their offense is nice. They're they just they just look look like a national champion to me. And uh, um, you know, and Gonzaga still still you know knocking on the door of trying to to get that national championship. They're getting they're getting there. Um, I've got Arizona edging them out though. I have the same. I had Jordan Sperber on the podcast the other night and he okay. was talking about just the ability for Arizona to kind of play at any pace, but their pace kind of stays consistent. And the, this, what we were discussing earlier, their ability to kind of move from transition to half court offense very smoothly and keeping pace throughout the possession and the weapons that they have. Um, I think that the, no matter their size, their speed, yeah. they, they protect the rim. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. yeah, it will be a, it will be a tough, but it will be exciting. It would be exciting, exciting to see. I'm looking forward to see Chet Holmgren at this point in the season rather than I think most of us saw him early on, kind mm -hmm. of some freshman moments sometimes. But defensively and his ability to protect the rim, that should be a good matchup against Arizona's guys. So, yeah, of course, the big storyline, too, will be this is 
Coach Coach K's final tournament. Could could Duke, you know, write this storyline right out of you know Hollywood? Coach K goes to the Final Four in his final year. It, I, I think they're. I, I don't have them, but man, it sure wouldn't surprise me for that sort of like storybook uh, ending of, of of sort of the 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 final act of Coach K. Let's see if let's see if we're in for that. I'll have a better feel for him. I was supposed to see him twice this weekend. So uh, after I watch those games, I'll see whether or not I have confidence in their ability to finish things out. But yeah, yeah. Appreciate Sideline Interactive and their support of Hoops Forum. They're the leading manufacturers of scoreboards and score tables for high schools and colleges around the country. You can find out more about Sideline Interactive at sidelineinteractive.com. Appreciate all of you who joined us this week on the live show. If you missed any part of it, you can go back and watch or listen. Visit Radius Athletics on YouTube to see the full interview or go to any podcast platform and search a quick timeout. And there you'll find the audio version of the show. For Randy Sherman, I'm Tony Miller. Hope you enjoy the games this week. We'll talk to you again next time on Hoops Form.